We are people with short memories. We struggle to remember things for long. And today we commemorate the baptism of our Lord, the moment when Jesus is baptized by his cousin in the River Jordan. And the heavens were torn apart and the spirit descended like a dove. This is one of four Sundays set aside annually for baptisms in the Episcopal Church. And I'm so excited because I will be baptizing both a sweet baby, William, and a lovely young woman, Mary, this afternoon, outside in the Garth. And I hope we will not be skimming ice off the font. Our tradition is that in churches of every size, even if there are no baptisms on these four Sundays, we as a community still renew our own baptismal vows, just as we will be doing in a few minutes. Richard will lead us through those same questions that I will ask of William's parents and godparents on his behalf, and that I will ask Mary to answer for herself. Questions about persevering in resisting evil and about repentance. Questions about proclaiming by word and example the good news of God in Christ. Questions about seeking and serving Christ in all persons and loving our neighbor as ourself. Questions about striving for justice and peace among all people and respecting the dignity of every human being. This is our baptismal covenant, our covenant with God, our covenant with each other, and with our world. And we answer every question, I will, with God's help. As people of faith, we repeat this ritual, this call and response of questions and affirmations multiple times a year. And at the end of the service, we are dismissed with the words, remember your baptism. Now, many of you may not remember your actual baptism, but you are reminded through the renewal of these promises. I do actually remember mine. I was 10 years old, and because I'm rather mature, we were still using the 28 prayer book, and I had a private baptism. My parents, my godparents, the priest, and I were the only ones present at my great aunt Ruth's church, St. Michael's in Milton, Massachusetts. My great aunt had been horrified that I had walked the earth for a decade unbaptized. She became my catechist, my godmother, and the cultivator of my love for the Episcopal Church. And I remember many things about that day, ringing the stone font with people I love I do not remember the specific words, even though I was 10, but I distinctly remember how it felt. I also remember being terrified. You see, my catechist aunt had made it very clear that this event would change me forever. I would be different, 
and I would have responsibilities as a baptized person. Would I be able to do it? Well, no, of course not, not alone. And I said the 1928 version, I will, God being my helper. Baptism does change us. And because we are flawed human beings who try but fail, we have to be reminded of that baptism again and again and again. We are people with short memories. Baptism is an inflection point in our lives and in our community. We make promises to God and to each other about the kinds of people we will strive to be. When we fall into sin, not if, when we fall into sin, we will repent and return to the Lord. We fail, we fall, and we try again. As it is with the individual, so it is with the collective. We are at yet another inflection point as a country. We have failed, we have fallen, and we must try again. We must keep trying until, with God's help, we might one day get it right. We are people with short memories. We struggle to remember things for long. Oklahoma City, Charleston, Orlando, Charlottesville, Pittsburgh, El Paso, and Washington, D.C. Places of carnage where people were threatened and killed because of race, sexuality, religion, politics. I confess that I struggle to understand the folks whose response to this week's chaos was disbelief. I understand reactions of anger and even sadness. But if we have been paying attention, if we are remembering, this isn't surprising. We are people with short memories. For those who say, we are better than this, I just recalled a list of events that suggest over and over again, we are not. Not yet, but we should be, and I pray we can be. For those who are ready to move on and get back to normal, I implore you, slow down, pay attention. If you feel disillusioned, good, because you no longer live in an illusion. Live in the discomfort for a bit. Make sure this isn't one more thing we forget. Yes, we witnessed an actual physical and violent blow to the very symbols of our democracy. 
And while there was damage, we bent but did not break. Please hear this. I am not suggesting there is no hope. We worship a God who Genesis told us this morning could bring order out of chaos, who could banish darkness with light. I just pray that we can resist the temptation to move on from this too soon. Our siblings who have long been targets of these very types of violent attacks are not surprised this happened. Good people who have been living this reality in both large and small ways their whole lives, and for many, the whole lives of loved ones generations before them, called names, dismissed, overlooked, reviled, and all too often in physical danger. Many are not surprised by this week's events. If there's one thing 2020 taught us, if we were paying attention, is that the disparity in our society is in itself a disease. We are not all treated the same way. We do not all have the same opportunities. The pandemic has laid bare, even for those who previously had the luxury not to have to notice, that we exist in a land of racial, social, and medical inequality. My friends, Wednesday was the exclamation point on the sentence of 2020. Please, don't move on to hope too soon. Live in this discomfort. Live for a bit longer in the painful awareness of who we really are. We struggle to remember things for long. So as Richard leads us in our renewal of baptismal vows, these promises we make to God and to love one another, to do justice, respect human dignity, resist evil, evangelize in word and deed, and when we do fall short, repent and return to the Lord. Don't rush through your answers. Slow down. Pay attention. Be reminded of how your baptism changed you and keeps changing you. If we can truly strive to live these promises, promises turned to action, my friends, there is so much hope. And maybe... Just maybe, we can work toward a world where people of ill will and leaders who feed them will cease to exist. And we do all of this with God's help. Thanks be to God. And we remind ourselves and each other of these vows multiple times every year because we are people with short memories. We struggle to remember things for long.
Be well, my friends. I miss you.